Hello, Open Arms. It is so great to be with you. Uh, really excited that today we are live in our physical location in Newbridge of County Kildare for two services, 10.30 and 12.30. And also this week, it was such a relief after weeks of praying and trying and meeting different venues to finally get the confirmation that we get a restart on the 6th of June in our Clayton Hotel, our Dublin location, and we're going to have multiple services, which we're going to be sharing with you very soon and all the details of that. But hey, we're, we're going back, but going back in a new way. In fact, we're going forward with a fresh momentum and, and seeing what God is going to do in our lives and in our church. And it's going to be an exciting season for this summer and into the coming seasons. But today, I want to share with you from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 16 to 21. And I really believe today that, that God wants to do something new in us. And we see this in our country right now. There's a, there's a divergence between the old and what we were familiar with and the new. And I believe that God wants to do something new in us, in our hearts, in our spirits, in our families in our lives, in our households, and I really hope that this encourages you. But beginning in verse 16, we see that the prophet Isaiah, he says, this is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick, you know, what God puts to rest will never rise again in your life. What God extinguishes will cease to exist. He says, it is done. It is finished. He says in verse 18, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Forget the old way of living, the old way of thinking and behaving. Put those things to rest. And he says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackal and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, to give a refreshment to me and to you, to be a, a source of strength and sustenance to his chosen ones. The people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Here's the title of my message today, is that the new is at work within. The new is at work within you today. And let me pray for us as we start. Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity to be able to hear your word. And I pray that as you speak through me, that you would encourage those who are hearing my voice. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to us the new that you're calling us to, the new that is at work right now through your Holy Spirit. And I pray today that we would have faith rise up, a confidence and a boldness to rise up like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, we all have moments in our life of, of transition, and transformation. Moments maybe where we go from being single to being married. Maybe going from being a couple to now being a family, having a little one along the way. 
maybe going from being an apprentice to now being qualified, maybe being a student to, to now graduating, maybe going from being a renter to now an owner. And in each of these moments of transition and transformation and change, there is a moment where there is a divergence between the old and the new coming together. But in each of these moments, we see that they were preceded by a process. There was a journey that we had to take in, in to order to get to that moment of new. There was a background to the story. It wasn't sudden. It, it wasn't instantaneous, but it was slow. It was gradual. It probably caught, it took a lot of hard work and effort and saving and growing and changing until that moment of new sprang forth. And oftentimes, if we were to be honest, as Christians in our Christian life, we approach God with a different mindset, not of the way that things happen in our life, but that God is going to do something new instantaneous, that it's going to be momentous in a moment. It's going to happen. It's going to be sudden. But instead, with God, it's the same that happens in life. It is gradual. It is a process and it is a journey that happens over time. And we see in verse 19, maybe a verse that some of us are familiar with that we may see written on a, a slogan on the back of a car or on a fridge or wherever. But he says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? We see here that, that Isaiah says and prophesies that the Lord is doing it. Some translation says, I'm about to do, or I will do, or I'm going to do. But what God is doing here has been set in motion. It is already in the process. It is not done, but it is current. It is present. He says, do you not perceive it? We see in both instances here, he says, to first see that I am doing a new thing, and then do you not perceive it? To see is to look. One translation says it is to behold, it is to be alert, to be, to be alert, to see what God is doing, but to perceive is rather for something to be made known. It is to become not just aware, but to become awakened, to see and to know, to know it in our spirit, in our heart. And he says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it, this new thing, it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Now, what is unfortunate about this translation is when we hear the language that it springs up again, it, it forms in us the mindset that it's going to be sudden. It, it's just going to happen. It's going to happen suddenly. But when we look at the original Hebrew word for this word that is used, a better translation is it sprouts. It sprouts forth. When we see anything, whether... It's a flower or a vegetation. Anything that sprouts, it takes time. It is a process. It doesn't happen suddenly, but it's steady, slowly, and often silently working in the background far beneath the soil before we'd ever see it come to the surface. And so what we can read here is that God is doing something new in us, in you, in me, something that we need to be alert to something that we need to see so that we will be able to perceive and to know what God is doing. And this new thing that God is doing, it is already in motion. 
It is already being set in place and as it sprouts forth, as it is growing steadily and slowly and silently for the Spirit to reveal it to us. And here's the word that God gave me today through this message, through this scripture. Is that this, the new thing that God wants to do through you is already at work within you. The new thing that God wants to do through you today is already at work within you. Each of us, we need the Spirit of God to reveal it to us because we may not see it in the natural, but the Spirit of God will allow us to see it in the spiritual, that we will be able to see it working in the surface, working beneath, that we may not see how it's sprouting forth, but once the Spirit is able to reveal what God is doing within us, that He is doing a good work, that He is forming and molding and shaping and changing us into be able to see the new thing in us, but not only that, for us to become a new person, a new man and woman of God, a new creation being made more in the image and likeness of our Father our Lord, our God. He says, see, I'm doing a new thing. And here's what is key. We are to see what God is doing, not what has already been done. We need to see what God is doing, not what has already been done. Now, if we were to be honest, when we hear the term new, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Well, maybe God is, you know, maybe has a new job or career path for me. Maybe he has a new home for me. Maybe, maybe it's a new relationship. Maybe, maybe it's a new car. <laughs> maybe it's something good. When we hear new, each of us, you know, in this day and age, we think, you know, I need, I need new clothes. I need to get a new hairstyle. Uh, I, need, I need a new phone. When we hear new, we often think upgrade. We think of a new form of an old thing or a new version of an old thing that we've experienced. But the Lord says through his prophet Isaiah, he says, forget the former things. Forget that which is in a old form for he wants to do a new thing. Forget what you knew so that you can see the new. Forget what you knew in the realm of what was. The realm maybe even of what is and what you know, what you're familiar with, what is convenient, what you're content with, what you're comfortable with. It says, forget the former. Forget what you knew so that you can see the new and step into the new. And this is the realm of what could be. This is the realm of what might be. This is the realm that requires so much faith within us because we may not yet see it, but we have faith to believe that it will be so. The new here in this scripture is defined as this, is unprecedented in nature. It is unprecedented. It is fresh. It is never seen before. It is a brand new thing that the Lord is doing. Now the context of this is important as Isaiah, he is prophesying to the Israelites who are currently being held captive in Babylon. And it begins in six, verse 16, as we said, is, is reminding them about the Lord of the old Exodus, 
The Lord who freed them from captivity from Egypt and was able to release them into, to be able to approach the promised land. And here again, he's reminding them, he's saying that God wants to do a new thing. He's declaring that there is a new exodus upon their way. But here's what is important. As he says this scripture, just as the Lord made a way through the waters, now he's saying that the Lord is making a way through the wilderness. Just as the Lord was able to rescue you from the Egyptian army, made a way through the waters and used that water to be able to succumb your enemy, now he's going to make a way through the wilderness. But here's what he, the important definition and translation of what Isaiah is saying is this. He's not just talking about a physical freedom. He's not just talking about them being released from Babylon and back to Israel. He's talking about a freedom that they had never experienced before. He's talking about something new that they had never seen nor heard of. He is talking about Christ, the Messiah, the promised one. For when we read the way in the wilderness in verse 19, he's talking about the promised Savior, the one who will redeem them and rescue them forevermore, the one who will give them true freedom, where they will experience this fulfillment of Jesus in them, that they will experience new life, new hope, new things within them that they had never seen before. And in fact, when we see the streams in the wasteland, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that will bring new life and refreshment from all who will drink of it for the ones that they have formed, that they will proclaim his praise. Now for each of us, when we ask the question, how do we experience this new thing that is at work within us? We experience it through following the way of Jesus and being filled with the Spirit of God. It is through the Spirit of God that he will reveal to us the new that is at work within us. It's only through the Spirit of God, not through a textbook, not through a course, not even through human wisdom. It's only revealed through us, through the Spirit of God to us, the work that God is doing in us. I remember back to early 2017, both myself and Jillian were at a, a time in our season, in our life, where we sensed that the God was doing something new. And in it, you, you can feel it, it's not that you become discontent where, with where you are, but, but you become a longing to step into something new. And at that time, we had a number of options that we had presented to us for, for us to be able to take maybe a few different paths. And each option was exciting. Each option presented to us a, a, a comfortability that, that brought a security and a stability of financial provision but there was one option that, that was quite scary, if we, to be honest. It was, there was one option that, that was the, required the greatest level of sacrifice and risk. In fact, it gave us the least amount of security and stability. In fact, in no way was it able to provide financially or promise in any way financially. But out of those options, we knew which was the option that God was calling us to. And here's the thing. We, we knew it in our heart. But because of what I knew in my head, it caused me to be reluctant to follow him there. 
because of what I knew in my head and the cost and the sacrifice and what we would not be able to experience and what we would have to experience, the cost that would be on a marriage, on my children, of us as a family. It wasn't like we were two single people going into this. We had, we had needs. We had a provision. We had to have security. But yet, within our spirits, we could sense and feel that God was doing something new. You know, oftentimes, it's because of what we know that will cause us to miss out on the new. Oftentimes, it's because of what we know in our heart that ceases us from being able to follow what is in our heart. Oftentimes, it's because of what we know. The fear is not always in the uncertain, but it's what we know may be possible, what may happen if we follow this way. Remember in that time of praying and seeking the Lord, we came to a point where we said, okay, this is it. This is the option. We're going all in. And in that moment, it was like we became awakened. We were not, no longer just seeing the option of what could be, but now we were perceiving it and seeing that this is possible. This is where God is leading us to. And I'm not going to tell you that everything was like, amazing after that and God provided and where there was uncertainty now there was certainty and where there was instability now there was stability in fact from that moment in which we decided which was to plant and launch a large and life-giving church in Dublin to the moment in which we launched the church we faced every hindrance and trial and obstacle that came our way it felt like spiritual attack after spiritual attack it felt like test after test and each time it caused me to question is this really what God has for me? Is this really what God has for us? But at the same time, each time confirmed in us that this is what God is doing. This is the new thing that God is calling us to. And I want to say to you today and encourage you that you may be facing hardship and pain and difficulty as you pursue a new thing. Maybe for you it's just pressing into your calling. Maybe it's pursuing a greater intimacy in your marriage. Maybe it's being able to teach your children how to follow Jesus. Maybe it's stepping out in into a new venture in your business and your career. Maybe it's committing to be part of church once again. Maybe it's trying to save for your future home that you know and have a dream for and you may be facing hardship and difficulty and I want to encourage you in this. Lean into that. Lean into that hardship. Lean into that pain. Lean into that difficulty and allow the Spirit to confirm in you that this is what God is doing. This is what He has for me. This is the new thing that the Lord is doing. It is sprouting forth. It is springing forth. And I see it. I know it. I believe it. I know that God is doing it. In fact, I choose to trust in Him. I choose to follow Him through the sea in which I may not know the is a way. I believe that he will make a way in the wilderness, that he will bring forth streams in the wasteland, a stream that will be able to refresh me even when I feel tired. I believe and know what God is doing and I will follow him through it. I want to encourage you that the Spirit of God is here. This is Pentecost Sunday. This is the moment in which the church was, was set free True freedom, where not just in which 
Isaiah had prophesied to the Israelites in which they would set free from Babylon, in which they had been set free from Egypt. But in Acts 2, we read that the church was truly set free from a faith that was of the natural to now a faith that was of the supernatural. A faith that that was not just confined to a room, but a faith that would break out and become over 2,000 years the greatest move of God that we have ever seen before. And that same spirit that set the disciples free to be an empowered man and women of God is the same spirit that is alive in you and me. That same spirit that is available to us and scripture says this, that where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. There is freedom for the new. There is freedom to create, freedom to see, freedom to dream, freedom to believe, freedom to be able to step into what we see and know and perceive that God is doing. It is through the Spirit of God that God will do a new thing through you. It is through the Spirit of God that He will break off the sin that so easily entangles itself upon you. It is through the Spirit of God that He will extinguish the enemy that has been attacking you. It is through the Spirit of God that He will renew your mind. It is through the Spirit of God that He will put to rest those negative thoughts, that toxic thinking. It is through the Spirit of God that He will set you free from that which binds you. Maybe that's anxiety, maybe that's depression. Maybe that's simply your thought patterns of the what-ifs and the worries. And through the Spirit of God, He can set you free. My prayer for you today is that the Lord, who is doing a new work within you, that you would see that, that you would perceive that, that you would see that He is creating you to be a new man and a new woman, that he wants to give you a new boldness, a new strength, a new confidence. He wants to give you a faith that is able to move mountains that come upon you, that you give you a faith to know that nothing is impossible with the one who is for you and who has gone ahead of you, that you will know and believe and sense and feel and perceive the new thing that God is doing. The new thing that he's doing is already at work within you. You just need to ask the Spirit of God to reveal it to you. Hey, would you just close your eyes and pray with me? I want to pray for you today. Lord, I pray for each person. Each person who may be feeling like there's nothing at work within them. Each person in which they look at their life, they see what's on the surface They don't see what's below. Lord, I pray right now that you would reveal to them the work that is sprouting within them. It may be silent. It may be steady and slow. But it is sequential, gradual growth that you are working within them right now. And Lord, I pray for each of us as that we see the new, that you will give us the faith to step into the new. And Lord, I pray for those of us right now who may have been so tied down to the old, to the former things, to the sin that has got its grip on you, that we'll be able to find true freedom in Jesus Christ. I want to give you an opportunity as I finish today.
to find freedom in Jesus. And all y'all want to ask you to do is just pray this very simple prayer with me and to say these words, Jesus, I give you my life. Will you set me free from the sin that is in my life? I ask for your forgiveness, for your healing, and for your restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we would love to celebrate with you if you have just made the decision, maybe for the very first time, maybe, maybe you sense that God is leading you back to him. I want to encourage you to go to openarms.ie forward slash connect, and there you'll see a very simple form. It's called a connect card, and we'd love you just to fill out some of your information, and we'll, we'll send you a text and an email just to connect with you and invite you to next steps. It's a, a Zoom that happens on the first Wednesday of every month where we'll get to meet each other and hear your story and help you along the next step of your journey. But I pray that you're encouraged today that God is doing something new. That that would allow confidence to rise within you. You may not see it yet on the surface, but he's working it right below in the roots as it sprouts forth. I pray may the Lord bless you, keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen.